have them understand like, okay, I may be gone. Can't talk to you for six to eight to 10 hours of a day. But when I do get a chance, just have those conversations, honest conversations with your spouses. Welcome to The Circuit Magazine, the number one source of information on protection matters, the industry-leading magazine for all security professionals who want to stay ahead of the game. Balancing family life with protective services, it's certainly a topic everyone has to grapple with. I'm here with Elijah Shaw, and today we're going to be talking to the one and only bodyguard with a smile, Jermaine Flythe, founder of G3A Protection. Elijah, I know this is your friend, but I'm excited too. What are we going to be covering in today's session? Hey, brother. Um, yeah, I think it was, it was great having Jermaine on. Um, I, I personally campaigned for him um, for a while now, and it's because I just think he has a unique perspective. He does his job amazingly in protective services, but he, you know he's got a background in the military. Uh, now he spends his time in the private sector, but he's always had this great attitude. And I know he's a family man. And so one of the things that I found impressive was that he can balance this challenging schedule. And then also, you know, you, know, you manage the client and then you also manage having a family and he seems to do a, a good job. He seems to do it. It makes it look easy. And so, you know, I kind of wanted to, to pick his brain and, and, and get for our listeners what, what, what his secrets were or what the tips were, because some of us will find ourselves in similar situations. Well, I think all of you, all of you, even if you have not got a significant other, you'll, you'll have a friend, you'll have a dog in one case. I know one <laughs> operator, he misses his dog and he puts the dog in a, a special retreat. I mean, um, so he puts the dog in, he watches him on, uh, on, on webcam. I know that's the new thing. I, I mean, I don't know. It's one of these doggy uh, daycare things. But, but you know, I digress. The thing is, whether it's a pet, whether it's a family, anybody, regardless of their background, are, you know, going to face this. How do you think we're going to unravel that dynamic? Because if you're on a job and you're having an argument at the same time, how are you going to show up? How are you going to maintain a level head? Sure. Well, I mean, those are the things that I really wanted to unpack, you know, uh, balancing being an active operator, which Jermaine is, he's, he's active in the field, but also dealing with the family, dealing with your family, dealing with the mindset, what's the proper mindset that comes with that and what effect one has on the other. And, you know, one of the, the things about him is that um, he communicates so well that I thought it would be great for the listeners to, to kind of get an insight because so much we learned the hard way, you know, we learned after we've experienced it because, you know, we just weren't in that situation. But the, the wonderful thing about having subject matter experts on is that they can tell us some of the things that they've went through. So that way we can we can take those lessons and, and then apply them to um, our individual situations. I love it. And Jermaine has just been with you in uh, Colorado recently, hasn't he? Yeah, we just we just wrapped up a, a training course. Uh, uh, I did the Icon ESI Celebrity Protection course along with Bob Dugan and Mark James. And Jermaine, who's a graduate of the program, came down to help out. He's an alumni of the program. And again, this is what I mean. You know, it's uh, you know, he's he's got a great attitude. He's got a great perspective. And he shared those things with the students of the program. And they were they're extremely receptive of it. Uh, and, I, and I was thankful he took the time out of his schedule to, to come down. Absolutely. Well, I love the photos and I love this topic. 
We're uncovering the human side of EP by looking at this balance. Let's talk to Jermaine and let's get into this very important topic. And now let's meet one of the contributors to the Circuit Magazine. Balancing family life with protective services. Great honor to be joining Jermaine Flies, owner and founder of G3A Protection and massive friend of the community. I'm on with the one and only Elijah Shaw, and we're very pleased to have you. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I appreciate you guys having me on. You know, I, I feel like uh, I haven't seen you in a really long time, but I actually saw you just a couple of days ago. <laughs> So, but, <laughs> but but we're glad to have you on the show, Jermaine. And, uh, you know, these are some of the topics that, that you and I talk about in private, but I think it's wonderful uh, to have some some people we're familiar with in the industry come on to the Circuit Podcast and, and chat it up here for a wider audience. Yeah, it's definitely a big topic, man. A lot of people don't pay as much attention to it as they should, but uh, it can basically stop your career if, if you don't have it in perspective. So, so, so with that, that balance, now we've, we've, we've often had, uh, you know, people come on and we've talked about balance between one skill and another skill, but never really that family life and protective services. So maybe could you set the scene? Could you frame it? You know, what's not quite right now? What problem needs to be solved? I think just from some of the friends I've had and and even my own perspective, man, and my own personal life is you got to have a partner that understands what you do. Understand that at times, you know, you're going to have to, you may come home today and then tomorrow you get called to leave. You know, that's my dog barking right now. It's that balance. Um, so that's that balance. <laughs> like, yeah, it's that balance. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just those things like that, you know, great communication skills at home. Um, you know, understanding that when you are home, you got to be home. From, you know, running a small business myself, my wife, she runs, you know, she has her own hair studio. So, we kind of understand the business aspect that it's always a grind trying to get the clientele, but, you know, do you support each other? Um, you understand each other. So I'm very open with her and my kids as far as where I'm going, when I'm going, my kids always ask, you know, like, well, who, who are you going to be with? They want that type of info. You know, um, sometimes I tell them later, sometimes I won't, but from the most part, it's just the overall understanding. And then why do we have, a great uh, you know conversation with you today here in this context. We're talking to the bodyguard with a smile. Um, where does where does your passion for this balance come from? Um, I think it's just you know I got kids, so you always want to protect your kids. My grandmother raised me, you know, along with my mother, my uncles, and basically the whole community. So I felt like I've always been protected in that aspect. So as far as me wanting to do the same thing, I got kids. I want to protect them. So whenever I'm with a client or something. I want to make them feel comfortable, make them feel at ease. You know, it's not like we're just going to be ready to pounce on somebody. You know, that's that's not always the case at all, really. Um, and I think this smile thing just comes from, you know, I was always told, you know, Dad, you never smile at any of your pictures. <laughs> so back when I was in the military, I started smiling for all of my ID cards and every picture I took, and it just kind of stuck one day. You know, she was like, Dad, you're probably the only bodyguard I know that smiles. You know, she went and started doing research, looking at everybody, um, looking at movies and stuff. So 
it just kind of stuck with me. Uh, a smile will brings people attention down from what my understanding and what I've seen and witnessed. Um, just you want people to come into your circle, but at the same time, they know that they can only go so far. And so is, is that what you think the uninitiated need to really know? Obviously, you know, everyone, everyone's you know, cognizant that you have to have a balance, but what, what, what would you say they need to really figure out to, to, to make this a successful career path? But they got to figure out what works for their family. You know, everybody's situation is different. Um, if you're a single individual out there, no spouse, no kids, then yeah, you can go do what you want to do. But, you know, if you got a, spouse with kids and the kids got activities, they got schools, you know, your spouse is, is working. He or she may have their hobbies and what's important to them. So you got to support that just as much as you're going to ask them to support you. You know, it's not a, a one-way street. It's a two-way roundabout, mm-hmm. basically. So, I mean, you touched on a couple points there. You know, I, I know you've had a long-standing career in the military and then you uh, currently you do work in the private sector. Uh, and I, I think you, you played semi-pro ball. Is that that a yes? Can I bring it up right now? If not, I can edit it out, boy. Just let me know. <laughs> no, it's, you know what, man? It's um, so I played softball, man. It's men's slow pitch softball is a recreational sport. You got beer leagues, you know, you got company teams. Uh, I was fortunate enough to play at a level where people travel around the country, you know, they give you their funds, they pay for your travel, your lodging, and all that stuff. And you play at a very high level. So I did that for about 16 years, man. And that was in a nutshell, uh, another full-time job on top of me being active duty. Well, see, and that's where I was going with this, which was with all of those things, it it took you away from your family for extended periods of time. So, you know, I I know you told us a little bit in the beginning, your philosophy on this, but how, how did you balance that piece? Was it, did it all just boil down to the communication piece with your other half or? So back in, you know, being in the military, you're always gone. You always want to say, hey, it's the job. It's the job. It's what I got to do. I signed up for it. And most people understand it. But on an individual level, there was mistakes made on my part. Mm. You know, like I could have did this better to avoid, you know, this uh, uncomfort or, or argument or whatever the case may be. So with time and experience, you know, I've learned a lot, you know, from a personal standpoint, like, hey, I got to go do this job. My wife understands that. But what am I going to do for her when mm. I'm home? Mm. You know, she has, like she said, she has her own business. So what I want to do is, how can I help you grow your business? How can I help you? You know, if you're going to go to this hair show, what can I do? You know, I'm on her prop master. I'm taking <laughs> photos with her. I'm holding lights. I'm setting whatever it is up, doing stuff in the, in her salon. You know, so it's just like she supports me. My kids support mm. me. So whenever they have something going on, I want to make sure I'm their biggest cheerleader. So, so it sounds like, you know, even when you, you know, you reference, which, you know, I, I like the fact you said, Hey, I made some mistakes early on, but now you've got some more perspective. And so is, is part of your process kind of putting yourself in, in their shoes, putting yourself in your wife's shoes, even putting yourself in the kids' shoes? Absolutely. Um, you know, when I was younger, I would say that I was probably selfish in that aspect. You know, I got to go Take, I got to do this deployment. I got to go to this school. You know, I got this softball tournament coming up. I got to go I, I, I. Where now, there's not I in team, right? Mm. So it's, you have to, everybody comes to the table of equal value. So you got to support everybody. And those are the mistakes that I made in the past. You know, now looking back on it, I hope to not make that ever again. You know what I'm saying? I think, Jermaine, this will speak to a lot of operators because they, well, they, they probably will forgive me for saying that 
many operators internalize stress. They want to look cool, calm, and collected, yet they may well be internalizing it. What about the family aspect to that? Because, because do you think it compounds that stress? And now I, I know that this could lead us down some really weird paths, but do you think if it compounds it without you dealing with it, it means that the industry is really for single people? Um, I, there is, there is going to be stress. Yes. You know, there's going to be stress, especially if you're on, on a detour, detail somewhere and you're out of the city, out of the state, out of the country, away from your family, and they have a situation at home. You know, how can I help make mm-hmm. that situation better or fix the problem? Um, I would say the industry, as far as single individuals go, they just may have a leverage up as far as they can always go, go, go. But then where they have no balance. So at some right. point you have to step back. You got to take a break. You know, because you're going to run yourself in the ground. If you're you're always going, you're not, you know, re-energetic, re-energized. Um, how good are you to the actual client themselves? Yeah, it, it, it still has to be rewarding. And so where's yes. your reward? Where's your outlet? Where's your release valve? So, uh, I, you know, I can I can empathize with that and I can definitely see where you're coming from. You know, I went through that stage uh, when I thought, the only thing that mattered was work, 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 work. And then you realize all I've done is work. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah. You know, especially like the new practitioners, they want to get out there, get their name out there, build a reputation, you know, and you understand the, the workload and the grind level. But again, like you said, what is the reward? Mm-hmm. You know, you got somebody in your corner that's pushing you and that's been there for you. You got to turn around and, you know, do an about face and give them that same type of attention support and reward like okay let's go take a weekend getaway let's just sit on the couch watch a movie and just you know let's talk about us not work let's talk about us you know little stuff like that so uh it's the small things man um and i've learned like i said over with my experience and mistakes i've learned to do the smaller things more often than just to try to do the one big thing so how do you really balance that on a job i mean not 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 that it's going to be like a solvable issue, but something comes up in your personal life, but you're on a job and you need a level of communication in case of emergencies. So how do you stop that being abused, so to speak? You know, how do you make sure that it's a real emergency or you're not torn? Or, or even can working? you? Well, the only thing you can try to do, honestly, well, not try to do, what you have to do is, is establish that communication in the beginning. So before I leave, we're going to have this conversation. Um, you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have my wife can handle just about anything, man. Um, so some things I really don't worry about. But as the male, the man of the house, you always, you always worry about protecting your home. Make sure everybody got what they need. That's just human nature. Um, but when I'm on the road, you know, it should tell me, like, don't worry about it. I got it. I got it. I got it. You know, communication. We do communicate often quick text message here and there, phone calls when I can. Um, but she understands that, you know, my kids do too. My dad can't reach out right now because he, he's busy. He's moving. He's, you know, he's doing his job. Um, so that's an understandable part. But what we do is we sometimes send little quick video messages. You know, that, that really worked out a lot uh, when I was on tour. Just a quick video message late at night. So first thing they get up in the morning, they see it, you know, um, just little things like that. And so what it, what it sounds like is 
you know, your, your time in the military, your, your, your time in the, the close protection industry, uh, the, the, the fact that, you know, you're, you're in a uh, established relationship, the fact that you have kids, you're actively trying to, to kind of blend these things and merge these things together. I guess we, we, we call it balance, but you're, you're, you're looking at the profession holistically as opposed to, I do EP. And oh yeah, also I have a family. Yeah, you, you got to, man. Because if you're stressed out on a job, you know, because you're worried about what your what your wife's going through, you guys arguing, you know, bills aren't being paid, you know, you're gonna say, Well, hey, I'm working, money's coming in, so mm-hmm. why is there an argument? Nah, there's something small that's been missed there, you know, which is time. Um, time together within a relationship is probably the biggest attribute and what's gonna make that relationship grow together. You know what I mean? So some guys just some guys can get it. Some guys can't, you know, they'd be, would be selfish. That's just because we're males, man. <laughs> well, you know, I was even going to ask you like, you know, where this came from, but I think you, you gave me a good example. You said it was from your upbringing, you know, from, from your grandmother, your family members and, and those people, and they kind of instilled something in you. And, you know, maybe for some people, the profession itself makes you kind of callous, uh, you know, we, 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 we do a lot. We, we see a lot you know, maybe elements of it are very unforgiving and you kind of turn inward, but I guess alternatively uh, you could either be, you know, kind of having these innate qualities where, you know, I've always been like this uh, uh, or you could just be active in thinking about the fact that, Hey, it, there's more than just me involved in, in, in this. There's, there's more than just me just going to work every day. Uh, you know, I've got to come home to some people and I've got to make that right as well. Absolutely. Um, you know, I have some some really good friends that are completely outside of the industry. And I look at how they operate with their spouses. And some of them are phenomenal, man. You know, could be put on a magazine or in a book or something. And some, you know, have, they have their issues. But, you know, I just look at how they interact and, and what they do when they're apart. So for me, I, I kind of take stuff from their relationships. So this is, you know, I got one guy, he travels a lot. He works for, he works for Glock. So I'm like, yo, what, what do you do? You're on the road a lot. He's like, well, when I'm home, I'm home. You know, when I'm home, my wife sees me when she leaves to go to work. When I come back home, I mean, when she comes back home from work, I'm there. And, you know, he'll do the honeydew list and they do whatever, but he gives her, you know, what she needs for that moment because in a couple of days or a week later, he's going back on the road again. So, and again, that came from his experience being in the military for so long as well. Although, Jermaine, I can imagine two types of operator reacting to that in two completely different ways. One, someone who's employed as a part of a team thinking absolutely when I'm home, I'm home. It's me time. It's us time. It's relaxing time. But then what about the operator? Who's also the business generator, who's also the, the, you know, continually trying to win new contracts. Um, I don't know if there is an answer to this because they're necessarily always switched on, but have you got any thoughts about how that individual could balance the, the personal and the, and, and, and the professional? That's the easy one, man. Make that spouse your business partner, <laughs> you know, <laughs> literally because you can't grow it by yourself because you're going to be trying to grow your business, arguing with your spouse. That ain't going to work out. You know, that's just going to create rifts. So if it's a team effort going into it, you know, hey, we'll build this, build this together. It's ours. 
and we're going to enjoy all the fruits of the labor from it. You know, that's a that's an easy one. Um, even if you know your spouse isn't within that industry or understand it, then you help them understand it. Uh, I took a celebrity class with Elijah and Mark, and I think Mark said his uh, his lady signed up for a class that he was speaking at. He looked on the front row, and she's sitting right there. And he was like, "What are you doing here?" He was like, "Yo, she wants to understand what he's doing." Mm. And I was just like, "Okay, that's that's some teamwork right there." You know, I, I get that. I get that. You know, uh, as I referenced at the beginning of this, one of the things that I, I, I think you have is 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 perspective, and you know, you know, those of you that just listen to us, even right now, as we're talking about these, which are some pretty serious topics, you know, you've you've you have a smile on your face when you we're talking about the good stuff. You know, you even have a T-shirt on that says "Bodyguard with a Smile," but I'm going to ask you though. You know, what do you say to those that think that our profession is, you know, grim and gritty and we have to be intimidating and aggressive in order to get the job done? Nah, that's I mean, that's, that's the stereotype of bodyguards, security professional. Um, but that's not how it is. You know what I'm saying? Like the the surround the, the area that you're in, the environment you're in, you know, I always tell people act like you belong in that environment, you know. Whether you're with the clergy, Congress people, political, celebrities, you know, um, artists, it, it doesn't matter who you're with. You want to protect their image and their brand, and you want to help them out and anybody that's going to be within that circle. Make their operation run smooth. And you do that by having some people skills. You know, smile at people. It'll bring people into your circle closer, and they'll want to help you out more so than if you got a frown on your face. You know, the a lot of people look at, you know, the bodyguard industry as, you know, these guys get to travel around the world, go see this cool stuff, blase, blase, meet these people. But what they ain't seeing is the hours of sleep that you're missing, the lack of, you know, uh, food that you're not going to be able to eat, the full meals, you got to have some type of discipline with that, uh, the workout sessions, the time away from home. They, they don't see all that, you know. So, yeah, it, it is a grind. You know, you can you got to turn the switch on and off smile and at the same time understand that if something goes wrong then my skill set's going to kick into place but so so what i'm getting is you're saying a, a big part of this is attitude and mindset absolutely and then you know and again because i i you know i know uh, some pieces of your background and, and the other things that you do but is this same kind of mentality where you are approachable do you apply that when you're teaching as well as operational in the field? Meaning, you know, it, do you run the risk of being approachable, but someone interpret that as being too approachable and then they, you know, they, 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 they try and take advantage of you, whether again, it's, it's a student who's, you know, now taking too many liberties at the range, or it's uh, a member of the entourage who's traveling with you in the protectee who thinks now they've got a bodyguard. Yeah, I mean, you, as far as, you know, like firearm stuff goes, that, that's a whole nother, you know, level of, of comfort that you want to have a student at because you don't want them to do anything bad out there and hurt themselves, hurt anybody else for that matter. Um, so when you're teaching, yeah, you try to bring it down to that individual's level so that they completely understand it. Um, and then when you, you're faced with the entourage, you got to let them know, like, 
yes, you're an important factor because you're with so-and-so, you're their friend, you're part of the group or whatever. But if something happens to the client, you're no longer, there's no entourage. You know, <laughs> they can't make their their money, their moves and, and all their appearances and stuff they got to do, then there is no entourage. So the primary focus is going to be on this client. And you have that small conversation with them like, this goes, if God forbid something happens, but we're moving. You got fans, you know, you got uh, people that just want to be in their space. So you just let them know, like, let's let them do their job. And then we're going to move on. At the same time, haywire is haywire. You're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, I, I mean, it's, it's a joke. You can joke about it. A lot of people joke about it. They may laugh like, oh, man, that's kind of messed up. But at the end of the day, like I said, without this individual client, there is no entourage. So how do you avoid, and maybe this is not for the experienced practitioner, but advice for maybe a new practitioner, how do you avoid going native? How do you avoid suddenly believing you are a celebrity? How, how do you avoid, you know, getting caught up in it and suddenly thinking, I'm going to give, uh, you, you see those memes on Instagram, don't you? I'm going to give my financial <laughs> advice. You know, how, 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 how do you separate that? And, and obviously, this isn't a problem for, for you or Elijah, right? But, but maybe for the new practitioner out there, how do you, how do you separate that personal and uh, professional life? You just got to remember that you're there to do a job. You know, you're, you're not their friend. Um, yeah, be cordial with people. Treat them with respect. You know, and that comes from just being a human being. Treat people with dignity and respect. But you're, you're not their friend. Um, now, the longer you're with somebody, you'll have a different type of relationship with them because you're around them more often. Um, but for the, you know, the new guys that are coming in and even some senior guys, you're, you're just not their friend. You're there to do a job just like, you know, if they hire a cook or a chef or somebody, the chef's going to come in, make this gourmet meal for them. At the end of the day, they're gone. Um, so that's the biggest piece. Remember, you're there to do a job. Yeah, I, you know, I agree. I, I said we could be friendly, but but we're not their friend. And it's the moment, um, you know, when we lose perspective on that, that the rug gets pulled out from under us. And then all of a sudden, you look back and you realize, because if you think about it, why would anyone pay someone to be their friend and best believe it, we're doing our services we want to we want to be compensated for it we want to check for it so so at some point there's going to be a switch that turns and goes well if you want to be my friend i don't need to pay you anymore or <laughs> if i'm paying you then you're not my friend so it's it's for us as protectors it's kind of a, a, a constant si sense of uh uh self-checks of looking and, and remembering what our original role is. And, and even if that role gets expanded or modified somewhat, there's, there's some core things that we do. And it's, as long as we can kind of keep that in mind, we'll, we'll stay employable and, uh, and be able not to, to, to blur the line so much. Yeah. That, that's, I mean, the key word is staying employable, <laughs> you know, staying employed so that you can put food on the table and corner your pocket. That's, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. <laughs> so are there any sectors that you think really have a problem with this or is it all fine? It's actually, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's so obvious that everybody has a great balance, uh, personal and, funny? And, and, and professional <laughs> or I, I, yeah, I am being funny. Yeah. I am. I'm purposely being, I'm, I'm kind of being devil's advocate, aren't I? Um, but, but you know, is celebrity protection more prone to, uh, not getting the balance, right? Yes. Yes. Cause, uh, you know, I've worked, like you said, corporate, uh, when I was with Waterburger, you know, shout out to Mike Gonzalez for that. Um, 
But hey, wait, P, you know Mike Gonzalez, fun. don't you? Hold on. Yeah, I, 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 I met him at the IPSB. I've been trying to get him on uh, a variety of events. Hey, so, yeah, hey Jermaine, also, I got to meet Mike's uh, he's been real busy lately with the brand. They're doing, they've been doing a lot of stuff you know, throughout the country, so he's in and out, out of sound, Texas quite often lately. Jermaine, I got to mention, at the beginning of the show when, when we were going over some of the notes uh, and, and Whataburger came up, uh, <laughs> Bellum said, you know, I wonder if I should ask him if he, he knows Mike Gonzalez. And I go, yeah, ask him. And he goes, nah, nah, nah. That's just like saying just because he's from America, everyone knows everybody. <laughs> and, and you know him. Yeah, Mike's a good dude, man. Really like him a lot. He's a Marine. We won't hold that against him, you know, but it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just that perspective of it, you know, corporate is nine to five, nine to five, maybe eight to four, eight to six, whatever the case may be. And you get to go home. But the celebrity side of it, you know, you got the uh, the artist or the the actress or actor. They're moving around. They're making all these appearances. They're doing all these shows, and it can be any time of the day, at night. And they're getting rewards. People bringing them gifts, and all of a sudden, you feel like, yo, well, this is for me too. Man. Where's mine at? You know, it, it doesn't work like that. Mm. So I I think that's another one of those those cases of of uh, trying to strike that balance and and failing. But you know, I, you 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 contrasted corporate with celebrity, but you know, you can relate to from your military experience. Those that are doing dignitary protection or or PSD work, you know, they find themselves in some really high risk situations. At which point, you know, their methods of blowing off steam might also be uh, advanced, I guess, or you know, and so. Is it tougher for them to find balance? Um, you know, in situations like that in the military, when you're in those hot areas, your focus is just the job itself. You know, you'll go hit the gym afterwards, but it's you know, whether you're there for 120 days, 180 days, or a year long employments or whatever the case, that is your focus um, to do the job. We're just going to do the job. We're going to get go to the gym, get stronger, come back the next day, and we're going to do the job again. Um, because they now that's their reputation. That's their evaluations for the next promotion. So how well do I do my job now is going to determine if I get compensated with the promotion. So kind of, I guess, bringing that, you know, back to kind of the, the, the themes of this conversation here, the people that, and I'm saying this with air quotes, the people that win are the ones that kind of have perspective and figure out some things whether inside of them or, 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 or actively uh, learn, you know, how that they can kind of try and seek that equilibrium between their personal life and the things that they do professionally, because, you know, obviously I assume if you're, if you're tipped too far over on the personal side, you know, you're going to take liberties, you're going to be unprofessional, you just, you're just not going to work consistently. But the flip side is if we, just powered through work and it's just a count after count after count or long day after long day after long day um, and we don't allow ourselves time to breathe or allow ourselves time to 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 cultivate with our, our family and friends you know we're going to implode there too to a degree yes uh <laughs> that balance man it's one word but it means a lot you know what i'm saying so if you're just powering through powering through that's all you like you said before where's your reward at you're not going to have any any reward. Um, but I think a lot of people, honestly, 
learn from it because they have their own experience and their own mistakes. Now, the ones that acknowledge their mistakes, those are the ones that have that long-term longevity. But if you say, well, hey, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm working. I didn't do anything wrong. It's going to come, you know, to a screech. I want to say a screeching halt, but it's going to be a slow drip, you know. So acknowledge your mistakes and don't be afraid to. And then, you know, I, like I, I tell people in any business, any industry, look at somebody who's done it for five, 10 years and still doing it. Because whatever they did, they obviously did it right to stay there for that long. So just have a conversation. Ask me, yo, what'd you do right? What'd you do wrong? First question, what'd you do wrong? You know, right. McDonald's been around forever and a day. Icon's been around forever and a day, right? <laughs> so what do you guys do right or wrong to stay in your industry that long? Well, thank you, bro, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we got a chance to to, to chop, chop it up in this format. Uh, if, you know, because again, we have similar conversations, but they're bite-sized and, uh, you know, and they, they'll start at one place and lead somewhere else. But I think this is something that that our industry needs. Uh, and I'm glad to that, that me and, and my rest of my partners at the Circuit Magazine with the podcast, we're able to kind of, you know, kind of get messages out, get topics out that people might not normally discuss in our industry. But, you know, they're, 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 there's value in that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like our next episode could be finding love in the industry or <laughs> or something more on the human side. You know, it's, I, I, th- I think no, there is, there is a call for that. I mean, I might I might I might find uh, Sean or John to do it in case that's, you know, um, but 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 I think there is there is a hunger for, you know, under the skin, under the hood, not just um, how 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 accurate were you down the range? I think I think there's enough uh, advice out there. Uh, and, and 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 this adds a personal touch. I tell you what, Jermaine. One thing we, we we like to add at the end of these podcasts now is is almost like a bit of a review. What would you sort of recommend to our listeners to sort of better consider now they've listened to all of what we've been talking about? A uh, recommendation for new practitioners, new protect you know, people getting to the protective services, male and female, is you know one understand the difference between protective services and being security guards. You know, um, security guards are going to go to one spot and they're going to do their eight to 12 hours and they're going to go home. Protective services, you're going to be all over the place and it's going to be some crazy hours. Um, you got significant others, you got a family at home, you got to take them into heavy considerations. You know, have those board meetings with your family members, right? Because you're not you know, I'm not the president in my house. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> I think the dog gets more, you know, has more privileges than I do, but. Uh, He's got more shares in the company. Yeah, you know, it's, it is what it is, <laughs> you know, uh, but understand your lane. But like I said before, it's a team effort. Um, on a serious note, it's a team effort at home. Um, if you plan to get into the, the industry and go full-fledged into it versus, hey, it's just a part-time deal for me weekend money or just something to give me a fix um, from my days in the military or as a police officer, but just have those conversations at home and Mm. have them understand like, okay, I may be gone. Can't talk to you for six to eight to 10 hours out of the day. But when I do get a chance, you know, we'll, you'll hear from me. And this is where I'm at, you know, give them your location and and just have those conversations, honest conversations with your spouses. Jermaine, lovely sentiments. I'm sure it will resonate. 
thanks ever so much for your time and for coming on the Circuit Magazine podcast. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You know, I've, I've read a lot about you guys and I've seen some. So I'm uh, now I can tell Sam that I have something in common with him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 the human, the human aspects. That's what people want Told to know you. about, isn't it? That's the story. <laughs> I, I know there's a place for learning hard skills, but I really enjoyed talking to Jermaine about those soft skills, but that personal journey and that balance. What did you make of today's session, Elijah? Well, I, I'll just say this. I can't wait till we get the listener feedback, and but I'm, I would bet money on it that people found some really good takeaways from it. And I think, you know, one of the things is, is, is that, you know, you could tell that he knows his stuff, but at the same time, he's, uh, again, his, his ability to, uh, to communicate the fact that, um, you know, I, I made some mistakes in the past. And at the same time, I've learned from those mistakes and I've learned how to create a, 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 a better relationship w- with my family while still being an operator into an, in an industry that's that's extremely uh, uh, high stress. And I, I think he did a great job in, in conveying that. He did. And I, I think that is definitely something we're going to explore. Um, maybe not, as I said, you know, uh, finding love in EP, but. but, <laughs> but Sounds but, like a reality show. Exactly. We could we could set it up the circuit reality TV. Um, right, but I, I but I, I do, you know, I think that there are uh, spaces uh you know, in, in, in different episodes where we can kind of drill down into, you know, some of the things that that are that are motivating protectors. So we're not, you know, we're not just like you said, we're just talking about the hard skills or we're not just talking about uh, an individual's, you know, t- tactical background, but instead, you know, why they do the things they do and how they've been able to overcome some of the adversities and the challenges that 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 we find ourselves in that have that aren't directly because of the protectee or someone attempting to do harm to the protectee. Yeah. The wider, the wider family, the wider friend group, it, it is important. And Hey, there's even topics in the celebrity world that I wanted to ask, but I didn't really think it was the right time to, for example, how do you stop a celebrity taking something too far? Uh, when do you know when a demand is too far? Things mm. like that. I think that, 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 especially the newer colleagues, that they, they want to know about it because they want to be able to manage it. Well, sounds like a great future topic. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll discuss that one as well. Get it on, get it on the slate, find someone who can speak, uh, speak about it. And I guess listeners, if that's you give, uh, give us a call at the circuit magazine. Absolutely. We'll, 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 we'll get you on. We'll get you on. If you're, if you're brave enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so talking about the circuit magazine, the latest issue has just hit the shelves. It's just dropped. I know there's a lot of great stuff in there. What should people look out for, Elijah? Yes, issue 61 just came out last week, and it's uh, uh, it, it's packed. It's wall to wall. I don't, I don't want to say it's our biggest issue because it's probably wrong, but it's, it, there's a lot of dense content in there. Uh, so I've got a couple personal favorites. Uh, Mark James, who's a regular contributor, um, he did a great article in there. Uh, there's an article about ESI. 
uh, uh, Executive Security International and its foundations, its founding with Bob Dugan that goes into the history and there were some things in there that I didn't know anything about. We did an interview with Monica Couto out of uh, Portugal, and then we get to see a perspective of not only a woman in protection, but also one who deals with a different type of clients. Well, she works with a lot of uh, of, of royals and uh, and Saudi royals and those cultural differences there. So all these things are kind of jam packed into the magazine, and it, it's a great read. And and I, and I always talk about the fact that you can get so much, whether we're talking about medical or, or cybersecurity. Um, uh, uh, or investigation work, uh, advanced work, all those things are in, 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 in the issues. And, um, you know, there, there's something for everyone there. Something for everyone. And indeed, thematically, we're trying to bring those pages to life. So if, uh, as uh, we spoke about with the celebrity angle, you have a story to tell, we want to hear from you. We're on season two and we're developing our schedule. Which um, is really cool that we made it to t- the second season in one piece. It, there's four of us on this podcast and we all have crazy schedules, yet we still manage to get the episodes out. Every single week without fail. Um, it is a team effort, though, and I think we've all learned a lot, um, especially from you, the, uh, the, the audience, and you, the uh, fantastic people that have come on as interviewees. But the other angle that we keep on really developing and learning about is our BBA Connect app and NABA Protector app always and every day there's something interesting either someone has posted in the protectogram I love the protectogram <laughs> um, even I did I, I posted some pictures of protectors in uh, Denver and then uh, Toronto uh, but yeah but we- I figure why should Zuckerberg get to have all the fun you know he, they have Instagram we have protectogram exactly exactly and and, and people really warm to it especially uh, in the states so keep those coming because because they do motivate people but on top of that i think we've got to really think about how to intertwine some of the different pieces of content and talking of content i know that on this very day something new is coming out something that's that's right when you take a look at the schedule there so um if i could steal your thunder just for a second here yeah no so um i wrote a book Uh, called An Introduction to Celebrity Protection. And that book is actually three years old now, which is weird. Uh, I didn't realize that. Um, And I wrote this book with a gentleman named Dale June, Dale L. June, who's a retired member of the United States Secret Service. Well, Dale wrote a book called Introduction to Celebrity Protection. And I helped him bring out the fourth edition of that book just recently at the, 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 the top of the year. So he, he dropped that book and, uh, and I'm proud to announce that today, Today, the audio version of the book is available. It's available on Audible. Uh, I'd recommend anybody who has an interest in executive protection to go out and get it, even if you have the uh, the print edition or, or, or the ebook. But because what's so cool about it is that um, it just offers a different perspective. I, I took a look at the runtime and it's 16 hours. So just imagine you're, you're in the car or you're on the treadmill and you've just got that plane in the background and, and you know, and, and there's, there's these nuggets of information. Um, uh, Dale's a great guy. He's, he's, I mean, he's a wealth of information. And so it's kind of like, uh, like you're taking an entire EP course in your ears. And that speaks to the balance of today's episode, doesn't it? Because whilst you're on the job, you can have 
that training and development. And of course, shout out, you know, thank you very much to Dale for previously joining us in season one. I remember that was a great episode uh, with you. Uh, yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, thanks. Thanks for, for your continued support. Um, but but yeah, keep listening. Keep giving us suggestions. And uh, we, we're really looking forward to developing season two this year. One thing I wanted to say uh, on, a, on a more serious note, uh, we are conscious about world of events. And so we want to say that we're thinking of anyone caught up in the recent uh, ongoings in Ukraine and uh, across the world. We know we know that some people have unfortunately got caught in the crossfire. And we want to, uh, of course, you know, lend our ears to you and, and, our, and our, our support where possible. Um, Agreed. So balancing that personal and professional life today it was fantastic to talk to Jermaine Flyth. let's see you on another fantastic edition of the circuit magazine podcast you have been listening to the circuit magazine podcast be sure to subscribe and be sure to not miss an episode